Welcome to the Mom Village Podcast. We are three multicultural moms sharing our journey through motherhood with the Christ Center Foundation. For information and resources, visit us at our church's website at gofamilychurch.org. Or you can also email us at themomvillage at gofamilychurch.org. And please go over and follow us on Instagram at themomvillagefc. We're glad that you're here and welcome to our village. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Village. We are very happy to have another episode with you, Village. My name is Gis Marie Ramos, and I'm here with my ladies, like always, Kira Kelly. Hey, Village. And Kristen Scroggins. Hi, everybody. And we have an episode called Welcome to Parenthood, and it's an awesome episode because at some point, most all of us are going to be parents, right, ladies? So we have an amazing couple with us. But Kira, you tell us, who do we have with us and how are we going to start this awesome episode? Well, Village, you can't see them, but I think they are probably the cutest couple ever. In the studio this morning, we have Dwight and my Kaylee Hernandez, and they are brand new parents to a beautiful, gorgeous baby boy. But I'm going to let them tell you more about their beautiful baby and their journey on parenthood. Hey guys. Hey ladies of Mom Village. Like she said, my name is Dwight. I'm usually on the other end with headphones, making sure all the ladies sound good. Yeah, we forgot to say that part. Dwight is our our tech guy. Yes. Yes, from the podcast. Yes, among many other things. (laughs) And like she said, I have here with my beautiful, gorgeous, amazing Mm -hmm. wife, my Kaylee. Bing. Point. um, Hey guys. Like he said, my name is my Kaylee. I'm so excited to be here and to chat and... You know, it's gonna be great. <laughs> it feels good being on this end. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? it's different. T- tell us, tell us your babies. Your baby, well, babies. I'm, I'm speaking into <laughs> the future. Into the Come future. on, that's yeah. part two. That's part two. <laughs> Baby name. Yeah, his name is Roman Zakai Hernandez. Amen. Mm-hmm. You want to speak a little bit into that? Yeah. So it's actually a really funny story. We could not figure out his name up until literally the day that he was born. We had a top two, where our top two were Roman and Zakai. Roman, because Roman means strong and powerful. It's one of my favorite books of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And then Zakai, we found also in scripture, and it means pure. And so we're like, man, these two names are, are like really cool. Really strong. Yeah. And really strong. And so up until the day that he was born, we were like, we don't know what we're going to name him. <laughs> and so as soon as he comes out, the nurse that measures him and uh-huh. always seems a little too rough when they measure him. <laughs> and you're like, my baby. Like, she, she like looks at both of us. She's like, as she's like measuring him all rough, she's like, so what are you going to name him? And we looked at each other and we both said, Roman. Yeah. And she goes, awesome. that's and crazy. Yeah. yeah. She said, Roman Zakai. And then it was crazy because as soon as we said Roman Zakai, she goes, because we said, you know, Zakai means pure. And she goes, oh my gosh, my sister's name means pure. And then another nurse was like, Oh my gosh, my brother's name is Roman. And it was just like oh, wow. all these oh, different wow. like yeah, confirmations. Really cool. Cause you know there's like 20 nurses in there as soon as you <laughs> And so that was that was kind of the origin of his name. And how old yeah. is he? He is three months. Oh yeah. Delicious and fresh. Listen, the three of us right here, we we can smell him. (laughs) So I got a cultural lesson this morning with my Hispanic friends and they said (laughs) that they come up with nicknames that have nothing to do with the name. Mm -hmm. Does Roman have a nickname? 
Not yet. I mean, Not kind yet. of. Like, we call him Roman or I call him Ro. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times with Spanish culture, they'll put, like, Cito at the end. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, Romancito. Because <laughs> like, it's means, little. Like, little. Yeah, little. Cito. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> maybe Cito. his other nickname will be, like, Cito or something. Uh, <laughs> every Spanish name for a guy ends to be, like, with a Ito. It, whether it's Pito, Tito. Like, <laughs> Pepito. Pepito. <laughs> Pepito. <laughs> yeah, so, our, our in-laws are coming in for Thanksgiving, and yeah. I'm just excited for them to get to know him and meet him and I'm sure that they'll they'll yeah, give him a nickname. Oh, fam- usually yeah, it's family sure. members or siblings that yeah. make up the names. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of waiting on that. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit more about you guys. Like how did you meet and you know like what do you do? I know you know Dwight you do probably a hundred thousand things here at the church but tell us a little bit more about you guys and then we're going to talk more about Roman. Yeah so Dwight and I we met in Liberty at mm-hmm. Liberty University. We were in school there and we were on a ministry team there too and yeah we just started i went in there thinking like absolutely i'm going to like focus and do school and lord like lead the way blah 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 <laughs> literally 2 months in i meet this lovely gentleman handsome, handsome gentleman. fine gentleman and <laughs> i you know i didn't think anything of it but like we just started you know getting to know each other and we were friends and we both were very clear about upfront about like how we wanted to approach mm-hmm. our relationship we were just friends mm-hmm. and then after like a year we were like okay we should definitely which i then realized was way too long yeah to just, just a friends. ten <laughs> <laughs> and i had some growing to do too but yeah it's crazy we yeah. were talking yesterday and we've known each other for eight years already yeah. which is wild to me so we've known each other for eight we were dating for three engaged for like six months and now we're, we've been married for like three and a half yeah we definitely did the calculations yesterday yeah. so <laughs> yeah. we had it right yeah, yeah. We're like, Yeah, so it's been an amazing journey. I came here as an intern back in 2018. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, I love this place so much. And how do I convince my then boyfriend that, you know, (laughs) it's a great idea to move? And, you know, through prayer and just like talking, he happened to come down to drive back up with me. And that was the weekend that there was a baseball game. And Everyone on staff, literally everyone from downtown I was, was at this event. So Pastor Derek, Christian, George, everyone was mm-hmm. just like, so what are you going to do? Like talking to Dwight and like, when are you guys getting engaged and all that <laughs> stuff, pressure, you know, pressure. you know, you know. Little did they know, I already had a conversation with Christian <laughs> yeah. during that summer because that whole summer I was planning to propose to her when she got back. Right. She so like, mm-hmm. she didn't know, but Chris, Christian's the only one who knew because I'm yeah. like, well, I got to tell somebody because they're just going to like keep like. Keep the pressure hey, on. So when are you, when are you? <laughs> for sure. And so I'm like, ah, I don't know. But like Christian knew. And so she was actually the gateway drug for me to come to family church. Yeah. It started with her, mm. which is crazy because she was actually going, she was originally going to go overseas for an internship, like missions mm-hmm. trip and stuff like that. And she was just like, you know, what? I feel like God is calling me locally here. Yeah. To and you were like, here. yes, of and course. I was like, yes. yes, that is the Lord speaking to you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we um, talked about how cute y'all are and how you, you know, y'all love each other and you have this glow about you. Do you remember Dwight? I told you about our Stephen. Stephen, he's away at college now. Yes. But about a year ago, you know, y'all, I guess during COVID, y'all kept mm-hmm. appearing together on Family Church at Home. Yeah. And, you know, we have a bunch of campuses, and so we don't know everybody a mm-hmm. lot. And he kept saying, Mom, I think that Dwight has some feelings for my kids. <laughs> they keep, like, singing together, and he keeps, like, staring at her. And I think he's trying to slide. <laughs> and, um, 
I set up Stevie. They're married. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, what? His yeah. intuitions are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. So y'all's chemistry. Yeah, I was thinking you feel the chemistry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for those who don't know, in Mom Village, Mike Haley also is an amazing, beautiful singer. Oh my goodness, yes. And she's really powerful leading worship and stuff. So we actually get to lead worship together at the West Campus, Yeah, which is awesome. And so actually in this season, we haven't because she's obviously been taking care of Roman, but... Um, I'm excited for her to get back on on platform with me and yeah, start singing. It's such a blessing to be able to share that together, you know, mm-hmm. ministry together. Mm-hmm. So coming out here and just devoting our time to the ministry and our relationship and our marriage, it's super special and sweet. And I know like it's definitely a blessing for us to have that. So let me ask you, before you guys got married, mm-hmm. you know, and you were in the process of like transitioning and moving, do y'all talk before about having kids? Yes, we did. So obviously we know, but we want to know yeah. more. Did you, did you plan? Did you say, hey, I would like to have this yeah. amount, you know, or maybe by the time we were like three years of marriage? Yeah, we always ha- try to like have an open conversation about that. I think when we finally were like, I love you, <laughs> we we're like, mm-hmm. okay, we're definitely going to have a future together. And what does that look like? And so we were open. He's a, an only child and I have one sibling. So I definitely knew that it needed to be two or we needed it in sets, you know, <laughs> so, but yeah, so we were open to it and we didn't put any pressure on it. We were like, okay, we're going to just enjoy our time when we first get married. And then when God allows it to happen, then it'll happen. And we are so blessed to have Roman now and just yeah. see how God just orchestrated all those years leading up to Roman. It's crazy. Yeah. We would talk about like, what's the ideal number? What's the minimum? What's the maximum? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because like she said, I'm an only child, but I come from a huge family. Like my great grandmother, believe it or not, had 20 kids. Whoa. Like that's what they did back <laughs> yeah. then. She yeah. was a nurse. And so that's just what they did. She so make sure she devoted her life to yes. her profession. All 20 wow. kids in Puerto Rico. And then they moved to New York. And yeah. so like whenever I'm home and we have like a big family reunion, I'm always meeting a new cousin because there's too many of us. And so I love that. I love having a big family. I grew right. up with all my cousins, like brothers and sisters and stuff. And so like coming from a big family and then also being the only child, having that like kind of dual dynamic, I want more than one, obviously. And then my Kaylee has her sister. So she's already used to two. Mm-hmm. So we were like, all right, well, the minimum is at least two. Yeah, all right, that's, <laughs> for sure. We, for sure. We settled that. <laughs> and listen, you're a family church. Uh, yeah. there is a minimum. Well, you're it a is. family church and we're very multicultural. So we didn't ask you guys, but will you tell us your background? Like you just said, you're Puerto Rican. And mm-hmm. Kaylee, where are you from? I'm from Nicaragua. My parents are from Nicaragua. I was born and raised in Virginia. But yeah, it's funny. We're like opposite in a way because my whole family is actually in Nicaragua. So ever since I was a little kid, we would always travel to Nicaragua for the summer breaks and stuff to stay connected to our cousins and our aunts and our grandparents and stuff. So we didn't have that closeness, you know, every day, you know, like how he did with his family. So we want that for our our future children. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So Roman is three months. So all this is very new for you. And we get a lot of questions from moms that are expecting, like, how did you prepare for the arrival of Roman? So, you know, you're pregnant and you have all this time. What did you do to get ready for him? Did you have, you know, did you have confirmation? Com- Y'all, I think I'm, I'm having a problem. <laughs> no, <that's fine. laughs> no, you're good. No, I'm, I understand, you. I understand your, your predicament because back in the day, like, 
We're not that far. At least I'm not that far. <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm saying, like, well, we all in different seasons prepare differently. Yes. So yeah. we would like to know how in this season, in this generation, yeah. how do you prepare? Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of listeners who are hearing us. And they would like to know, you know, it's very different the way I prepared a couple of years ago than the way you prepare, Kira or Kristen. So, yeah. So actually, it was pretty interesting. The reason why we, the way that we approached it <laughs> was we were kind of just, you know, going with the flow and letting God just, you know, lead us. And as I just woke up one day and I was like, hmm, I don't feel, you know, I'm feeling a little nauseous. I'm feeling, you know, whatever. And then I realized I kept complaining about it to Dwight. And then I stopped. I was like, wait, I don't want to tell him anything because I don't want to draw any attention to it because if it is a thing, then I want to surprise him, right? So I remember for like two weeks, I was not feeling good. And then I was just like, what the heck? I'm just going to test, you know? I know there's a lot of... We can tap into this a little later. So I ended up, I worked at a pregnancy center, which is funny. I actually worked for CareNet in the Treasure Coast as center director. So there was a lot of pregnancy tests there. (laughs) (laughs) So I went ahead, I was working on Friday and I went ahead and I just was like, why not? Just test. And I tested and solid, two lines. And I was (laughs) like, okay, I definitely know that this is like, really happening. It was a shock. I didn't know how to process it. I didn't know who to call, who to tell. So I called my sister. (laughs) FaceTiming her and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Just so freaking out. And she's like, what, what, what? And so she knew, like she had a feeling when we were back at home. So I started, you know, just trying to process how am I going to share this with Dwight? I wanted to make it special. It is our first little one. And so I was just thanking God it was just such a beautiful moment. I mean, I, I was praying and just so grateful. Just took a second to soak that in because I know that that's a blessing in itself, right? Yeah. To be able to see those lines and know that you, you know, you're going to potentially have a little one. So, yeah, that was very special for me as a, like, soon-to-be mom to process that. And then I prepared a surprise for him for Christmas Eve, and I had to tell him, before Christmas Eve service, because <laughs> it's like if you guys know in ministry, that's like you know your brain. You can only that's, that's one that's of yeah. our important yeah. days. <laughs> yes. yes. So fast forward, and we just started being intentional with our community. That was our biggest thing. Was like mm. okay, like I have such amazing women that are mommies and have the experience. So like start asking questions, hearing stories. And then I started realizing like, Hey, this baby's going to grow. And eventually I'm going to have to, you know, like <laughs> push him out, bring him, push to him, earth, out, yeah. bring him to earth. So like, what does that look like? That's kind of scary. This is the first time like this is happening. So I don't know. These are so many unknowns. So, you know, YouTube is a big thing right now. And so just like looking at things online and reading books and just, a ton of like just trying to get as much information so, as possible. Let me interrupt you for a second. You Go just for said it. you just said that you worked in a maternity center. So yeah. helping a lot of women going through this that maybe that was not their plan. Yeah. So and now you're in the other side right. where you were actually looking forward to this and yeah. planning it. So how did that help you when you actually finally in their same like on know, the same like, on their same, same position? Yeah. yeah, in the same place, but you actually you're in a better position because you have a family and right. you have a husband and you guys right. are looking for it. So I'm pretty sure that gave you a new perspective. And some of our listeners would love to hear like how that helped you minister to them yeah. while you were going through it. Yeah. I mean, 
I think that just like counseling and interacting with the clients, it was an emotional roller coaster because mm-hmm. you're super excited about your little one and someone might be coming in not sure if they are ready for that you know, the new path or like not sure what decision to make and stuff. And obviously my heart is for them to have abundant life and Mm -hmm. to know that life within them is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And like, there are hardships that come alongside of that, but having that support and knowing like, Hey, we don't have that. Maybe you might not have the spouse or, but the importance of having a community and like giving that to them and showing them, hey, like we have a team of people here that are wanting to come alongside of you and support you. There's a community out here that is, you know, giving them resources and helping them like, what are those day-to-days, like diapers, formula, like what is it going to look like as far as like insurance and all these things and like being able to support, I, I was even more passionate about it to give them the support just because I knew that, they needed it, you know, it's crucial. And it's so hard right now, now in our society, like it's just hard to to even wrap my head around the fact that like people don't see that, you know, that there's beauty in life that is Mm -hmm. given to us. It's a gift, you know? And so being able to support the people that come in through the door has, it really shifted my perspective for sure. Gave you a different type of empathy. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. We were actually just talking in the car because my Kaylee says sometimes like, oh, my little human, when she talks about Roman. (laughs) And she's like, why do do I say that? That's such a like specific phrase. And I was like, I don't know, maybe it's because you were the center director of a pregnancy center that women came in and they didn't view their baby as a human yet yeah and so you just natively like oh my little human because it is it's your it's your human it came from you and so i just i I think it's super special like even the fact that she was there and she would tell me some really great stories and some really tragic stories and Mm -hmm. all the things in the middle and then her also being pregnant where she's just like man like this is a blessing and a miracle from god like Mm -hmm. you ladies have all been pregnant and like it's just such a miracle to see and for us like for me it, it doesn't become real until mm-hmm. the baby's out yeah mm-hmm. because you guys like are with the, the baby so intimately and you can yeah. feel the baby kick and all these things and if we're lucky we get to feel him kick every now and again and <laughs> like there was like multiple times where my kaylee was like did you feel that did you feel that and i'm like <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> she's like how could you not and i was like because it's not in my belly <laughs> But I'm trying so hard, yeah. I promise. <laughs> so we have here in our notes that you guys have some questions for us. Yeah. You yes. want you want to ask us? Let's see. So what is the best advice that you could give an expecting mom, someone that is currently pregnant? Hmm. Well, as Jisma shared with you, the audience, that it's been a while since Kristen and I have expected. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking back to those times when I was pregnant. Probably one of the best pieces of advice, and my Kaylee, you touched on a few minutes ago, is just taking every trimester Mm. for what it is and enjoying it. And I mean, so many times every pregnancy is different. And so many times, you know, we go through that morning sickness for a certain amount of time or, you know, for some of us, it's the entire nine months. But even with that, just taking time to really just take hold of that time because it, it's so fleeting and it goes by so quickly. So I would definitely say just enjoy as much as possible. Even, you know, you're gaining weight, but, you know, on the flip side, the good thing is you can eat as much as you want and, you know, <laughs> you know no one will blame you for that. And definitely ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know, we are in that 
stage of where you can just kind of Google anything or like you say, jump on YouTube. But it is so valuable, I think, when you do sit around the table or face to face with other moms who've been there, you know, and and even the ones that you consider, okay, they're a little older, you know, there's a lot of value in even talking to moms who have been there and done that. They Mm -hmm. may not know all the latest gadgets. As I found last week, there's a new thing called a formula maker. (laughs) <laughs> had no idea. It's like a little Keurig. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. I definitely yeah. couldn't have told you about that. Yeah. But, you know, I think there are some things, some value that Kristen and I, you know, probably could bring to the table and Jesus would bring yeah. to the table that you may not be able to Google and put in the, the search. So definitely, mm-hmm. you know, tap into your resources in that way. Mm. I think one thing that nobody tells you, especially for a dad, because you were saying like, oh, you know, you, you're gaining weight. Obviously, there's a baby inside you. You're gaining weight and you get to eat whatever you want. They don't warn the dads that the dads also eat whatever <laughs> the mom yes. eats. So the dad gains weight as well. Yes. Sim- you, it's called sympathy. Yeah, you're yes. like, well, I don't want you to eat these, you know, tacos from Taco Bell all along. <laughs> of course not. Of course I'll eat this pineapple ice cream. And plus I had to go get them. So I'm going to treat myself. Make sure you get the right one so that she doesn't start crying because you got the wrong one. Or you have to go back. Nobody warns you about that, you know? So any other question? Yeah. So like I had mentioned before about thinking about like, oh, I have a baby now inside. He's growing. And now I have to prepare myself mentally, physically, spiritually, spiritually Mm -hmm. to deliver this baby. So what advice would you give to a expecting mom that is about to go through delivery and Maybe he's worried a little bit. Yeah, maybe worried about like, what is it going to look like? I know there's all these tons of like, oh, you can have a natural birth. There could be a C-section. You can have, you know, all these different ways that you can birth. Exactly. And so I remember for me, at least I, you know how they tell you like have a birthing plan, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to hold that loosely. Wise. I just want my <laughs> baby to be healthy, you know. <laughs> Ideally, I want to have a natural birth. Ideally, I want, you know, all these things. But if it comes down to it, my Kaylee, it's about your baby's health. It's about your health. And as long as that's good, then you got to let it go, you know. Well, we, we talked about this before. And actually, you and I talked about it. But you just mentioned it earlier in the podcast right now that you ask questions. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of resources out there. Yes, there's a lot of books and there's a lot of great resources. And obviously you got to listen to your primary care doctor, Mm -hmm. but ask, ask seasoned moms. And I remember when we had this conversation, you and I, I told you, hey, just go ask everyone about their birthing experience. Some of them are going to be great. Some of them are not going to be very encouraging. And you're going to be like, why they're having kids again? Why? How do you have so many kids and you hate it the process? I personally, I was one of those weird ones that I, I love the process. To me, it's such a miracle. And I understand I'm weird. But it's not that I enjoy pain. I just, I enjoy the fact and seeing my husband in that position. It's just, it's a beautiful moment, the birthing, but you ask everyone and then you choose the one that applies to your family. You know, you just grab those things and you're like, okay, as me and my husband, this, I think this actually is beneficial for us. And like you said, you know, at the end of the day, it's whatever is beneficial for you, for your health and the baby's health. And nowadays science and medical, everything has gone so far beyond of what our parents experienced. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they probably have one perspective of how to do something because yeah. that's what they knew in that time. But now there's so many new things, you know, in terms of like keeping us healthy and the baby that they might not get it. So you just take a little bit of every story and use what's beneficial for you. And, you know, do you guys have any other opinion? No. 
Oh, okay. great. Yeah, okay. Wow. Wow. Great answer, Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next question. All right. I have a question for you, ladies. It's a very specific question. It's about sleep. What is it? <laughs> Will we ever have it again? Will we ever sleep through the night again? Please. Let us know. Okay. Okay. He's three months old. Okay. Can yes. we just tell him black and white the reality? Just yeah. give, it to, give, me to, give it to me straight. You are going to sleep again. Oh, thank you. And it's okay if you're tired a lot. I've heard that you've been trying to not fall asleep at work sometimes. <laughs> that's, that's my main goal. Yeah. So I will say that it's really important to try in the beginning to help your child get on a schedule. And maybe this is a little bit controversial, but I'm just telling you that it's very easy when you have a young child to switch the order of your home from being marriage-centered mm -hmm. to being child-centered. Mm -hmm. And one of the main things that you do when they're young is get them on a schedule so that your day is more predictable. Now, I don't mean that when they come out of the womb and then, you know, you got to give yourself some time to like, okay, let me breathe. Let me love this child, hold this child, nurture this child. But I just want to encourage the new parents that are out there. There are a lot of great resources and um, baby wise that, you know, there's sleep mm -hmm. schedule. There's all kinds of stuff out there. You don't have to live your life with no sleep for years. Like there are programs and ways for you to help get your child on a schedule because you want to be able to order your day a little bit. And so if you are not getting any sleep for months or years at a time, that is difficult yeah. and it's not yeah. necessary because there are ways. Now, I know some of you are like, oh, you know, I have a unique situation. Okay. But a majority of our children are able to get on a schedule. Yeah. And it's important because it's part of training them how to fit in with the family dynamic, even though they can't articulate any of that, don't know what you're talking about. But also God has given us our bodies to have a rhythm. Mm. And so you're helping your child develop rhythms and you're helping this child not just overwhelm everything in your home so that you have zero energy for your spouse who yeah. has been there since before the baby came. And so you are going to get sleep. You will <laughs> if you just keep working at it and don't give up trying to help get him on a schedule because it's really important. It also, you know, what happens sometimes with us, we have eight children. And so a mom who is going through that sleepless time or like, I have absolutely no idea how you did this with eight, but it's because part of how we were able to have so many children is we really bought into the fact that, Hey, part of my job as a new mom is to get this baby on a schedule. And you said, we mm -hmm. it has to be together so that mm -hmm. he can, he mm -hmm. or she can thrive. And so that we can have the energy to raise this child. And yes, part of getting some sleep is being a tag team. And so, you know, it's not necessary for both of you to be up together at the same time. Somebody's got to get some rest. And so that is one thing that I would encourage. I just remember at the beginning feeling like I am the mom. I need to do this. Yeah. And 
kind of rejecting some of Jimmy's help because I felt like I needed to take care of it. And it only took having another child before I realized (laughs) this isn't going to work. And so I was nursing, so it was mainly on me. But there were some times where it was just so difficult at a certain feeding. And so he would take over. And that's part of being partners yeah. and loving each other and encouraging each other. Because we can't think straight or we can't do things yeah. right if we don't sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine if we you're trying to do life or trying to teach this kid a sleeping pattern, but if you first don't have any rest. Yeah. 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 You can do it. You're yeah. going to get some sleep again. Yeah. It gets better. I it promise better. you. It gets better. I promise well, you. Well, guys, this has been part one. And we have more questions. I know this is only the introduction part, and you get a little bit of the glimpse of the Hernandez family. But we have part two, so don't miss part two. Stay tuned. For now, we're going to say goodbye, but part two is coming. So one, two, three. Bye. Bye.